Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, where we embrace the huge boulders of life, blowing against the mighty oaks that can be terribly unpleasant. And we find joy in the journey, laughter in the mistakes, and courage in the lessons our turn on earth is offering us. Join me to claim the abundant life. Hi, I'm Christine James. I'm the mother of 11, wife to my hero, and student of the Savior. I am so glad you're here. So today as I was walking and trying to get my 10,000 steps in, (laughs) I uh, turned down a little cul-de-sac that I don't normally go down, but I did. At any rate, um, it is the middle of July and it's hot and so it's not unexpected to see a snake but I saw a little baby one and it caused me to stop. I wasn't about to step on it or anything, but it caused me to stop and pause and I looked at it and I don't, I don't know much about snakes. Um, it, I mean, I don't know when they grow rattles, if they grow them right away or not. And I didn't even take the time to look close enough to see if the head was a certain shape or honestly I didn't even pay attention to the colors which is kind of silly because you would have thought that I would have done all those things to be able to recognize the snake and then I after pausing for like I don't know a second or two I moved on and I started thinking about that and I realized gosh that's um that's not really cool I could have totally left a baby snake um I mean it could have been an a good snake right uh, <laughs> I feel like there's good snakes and bad snakes and I feel like it it could have been a good snake where it you know keeps away the rats or whatever from people's homes but it could have been a very bad and dangerous one and I um started thinking First of all, why am I still not prepared with the knowledge of the snakes in this area? I've lived here for five years. Why am I not prepared to know what's the good and the bad snakes? I, even though I, I could have paid attention to the colors or the shape of the head or um, anything else that's identifiable on the snake. <laughs> um, and I could have recognized whether it was good or bad, and then I could have maybe done something about it. Like, personally, I would have killed it if it was a bad snake. If I had known it was a bad snake, I would have just, I don't know, found a rock somewhere and killed it and moved on. But I didn't. And the other reason I didn't, I I started thinking, gosh, I, I just felt weird about staring at a snake in the middle of the cult, you know, in the middle of the road. So I moved on. I didn't want to take the time to to do it because I was, I guess, socially embarrassed. Is that weird? Um, (laughs) I don't know how else to explain it, but I didn't want to just stand there or I didn't want to go and make a scene in the community. Um, not that there's people staring at me looking out their doors or windows, but I mean, I don't know. I just kind of where my mind went. And so I took off. I just kept going which sounds really silly. I'm not really afraid to talk to anybody or anything. So I don't know, not sure what happened there in my brain, but, but that's what happened. And so, so I think that's a little bit of a flaw there for me 
And then I, um, so when I'm not prepared, and then two, I didn't take action, or I wasn't even prepared to take action, but, but I didn't take action. I just moved on because of fear or because of insecurity, whatever. And so then, um, it just caused me to think um, beyond that and what, what these little things that are surrounding us continually in our lives that can impact us in a very, maybe not really, maybe, it, maybe this snake wouldn't have impacted us, right? It could have been a, a good snake. And so it wouldn't have really necessarily impacted us. But what if it was a, but there's lots of things out there that, um, that are going on in our lives that, that really have a huge, could have a huge impact on us. And if we're not guarding against them, if we're not prepared for them, if we're not taking action on them, speaking up, asking questions, um, for instance, I could have taken a picture and well, I mean, how Google, I could have Googled it, but I mean, I could have asked the community Facebook page that I have that I'm on even and, um, just different things that I could have done to have gained support or help. Um, but I didn't, I decided to isolate myself and hide myself and just protect myself from the social socialization that that could have caused. But, you know, when we have problems when we have concerns and we don't know where to turn, just isolating ourselves and hiding it from them or hoping they go away without taking action, um, doesn't usually work in my experience. It seems like problems, whether they are your own or others, um, tend to increase rather than get better on their own. Now, I mean, I know that's not always true. I do know that sometimes things just get better on their own, but I'm kind of some, I feel like I'm mumbling here or, or just, I am just talk, talking off the top of my head. <laughs> so you'll have to forgive my, my randomness here, my random thoughts. But, um, but I just started thinking that, you know, gosh, if we don't take care of, um, the use of our children's cell phones or computers in our homes or what our children are doing when they're out, um, if we're not aware of what they're doing when they're out with friends or if we don't have that relationship ready, if we're not prepared to to have that conversation with our child because all our conversations have always been black and white and never, um, never one where our children know that, that they are loved and, and considered no matter what they decide or choose in their life, that they are loved by us. Um, will they trust us? Will they come to us? Will they be open with us and truthful with us about the things that they are doing with their friends? And I guess what it, really the point I'm tr really trying to make is um, what are we doing to protect our children, to protect our family, to protect our friends and family? What are we allowing in our home? What are we overlooking? What are we not saying just because we are trying to be socially comfortable or nice? Um, Anyway, I know there's some improvements I need to do in my life concerning those things, not just on the <laughs> community level, 
that I just mentioned here, but on, on a larger scale, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to go and be the, the next Harriet Tubman, but what can I do? What, what, what sits right with me? What's something that I, me, can do in able to, in order to make my people, my, my world better? All right. Have a blessed day, guys. Are you an informational junkie? I promise you that I am prone to being one as well, which is why I am creating something amazing and I need to know who is interested. It will help you go from being an endless informational junkie to creating a momentum of progress that lights your zeal for life. It's the Abundant Life membership and I'm putting the final touches on a few things right now. If you join, you will receive an invitation to a monthly mastermind Zoom workshop. You will receive a physical journal that correlates with the daily podcast episodes, inviting you to take daily actions, living your abundant life. You will receive a weekly downloadable gift inspired by the special guests we interview. You will also receive some amazing swag. You will show me you are interested by jumping in on the pre-sale offer. This offer is a yearly grandfathered price, meaning as the yearly membership price increases, yours will not. This grandfathered opportunity is only available during this pre-sale offer. If you are ready to have accountability, take small steps to create momentum and enjoy your abundant life, then click on the link in the show notes or go to 11lessons.net and then click on the Abundant Life Collections going to the Abundant Life Membership Pre-Sale and jump in with me. Let's make things happen.